0: one fund on point for today the expert to talk about it this is the etf of the week welcome to the etf of the week where we get the latest take from tom lyden vice chairman at vetify and there's no one better to talk to about the state of the etf industry vetify.com will help you from soup to nuts as an etf investor get everything you need to build a good portfolio of solid funds and great ideas. You want more information? Vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the
1: week is... The iShares Russell 2000 Growth ETF, ticker symbol IWO. IWO, the iShares Russell 2000
0: Growth ETF. Now, Tom... We've been doing ETF of the week for over 10 years, a long time, a lot of ground covered and a lot of different funds. But one thing we haven't done like two weeks in a row in the entire time is go, hey, we've got two bedrock core, super well-established older funds that are going to be the things we're discussing. And last week, we were right down the middle of the portfolio with the S&P 500 growth shares. This week, it's the iShares Russell 2000 growth
1: ETF, the IWO. Why this fund now? Well, you're absolutely right, Chuck. And and again, we also try to identify new trends that might be developing. We thought with last week and also this week, there are major trends in growth that may be redeveloping. Coming off of the June 16th low, we've seen some really good performance both in large cap and in small cap. And historically, small cap has outperformed large cap However, coming out of the financial crisis, the S&P was really tough to beat. With those mega cap FANG stocks, the Teslas, the Microsofts of the world, it was really tough to beat the S&P 500. However, if we really look at the charts historically, small caps do better than large caps over time. There's one important point today that we need to talk about, and that's currencies. The dollar continues to be really, really strong. Small cap companies tend to do most of their business in the U.S. And larger companies, mega cap companies, are international in nature. The lower currencies overseas hurt those bigger companies from a competitive standpoint. We here in the States with smaller companies can buy supplies and services overseas for less because our currency is higher. So, that's a little added bonus that the small caps may have coming out of the recent lows. And if this trend continues and we do see these major indexes go above their 200 day average, we may see more money going into small cap indexes than large cap indexes. At the same time, most
0: investors have some measure of small cap in their portfolio. So, is this a tilt like is implicit in this discussion? The fact that this is a time where, A, as we point out, you want to kind of stick with the core, not get too
1: adventuresome. B, then maybe overweight towards small caps. So I think you're right. Everybody does have some small cap, but compared to 10 years ago, they have a lot less allocation. When you look at the average investor out there, their portfolio is very, very, very highly correlated to the S&P 500. And that's not a bad thing. It's done really, really well. But to your point, that over-allocation to one area of the market, albeit it's the biggest area of the market, it may be prudent to not only diversify into mid and smalls, but also from a valuation standpoint, there's some great buys overseas, but there's no appetite for U.S. investors today.
0: Yeah. Well, small cap, there always does seem to be an appetite for, just not always international small cap, but- you very carefully picked the iwo we could have taken the value flavor or we could have taken small caps generally it's interesting and we had a little bit of this discussion last week because you did it last week with the s&p 500 as well there are plenty of people who think that value is the place right now that growth may be the place going forward but not until the market bottoms so is the growth call in any way shape or form a sign that you believe that the bottom's not that far away? Or is it more still, hey, value still isn't working. It's just the growth isn't working as well as it did
1: before. Well, most would agree value was a 2021 play. And if we have seen the bottom, if those June bottoms were put in and they're not violated, let's say, we're gonna be in a situation where growth will continue to outperform value on the way up. If we're in a sideways market, or even a down market over time. Yes, value will kick in. One other point when we talk about valuations, Chuck, when you look at the valuation of the S&P 500 today, which has gotten less expensive over the last couple of years, it's got a P of 18. But the Russell 2000 has a PE of 14. So it's almost a 20% discount in valuations. Picture that small caps are on sale by 20% compared to their S&P 500 brethren. That's something to think about. I always am asking if something is a 200-day moving average play. The
0: IWO, not far off its 200-day moving average, would you wait for this
1: to get there to have that be your buy signal? I think there are a lot of institutional investors, advisors, and self-directed investors that are looking at the major trend lines of major market indexes. So You and I don't have to take credit for this, but for those out there that are looking for maybe a safer place to enter the market where maybe you've had your powder dry or you've had some money on the sidelines or you've had a liquidity event and you've been sitting on the cash for a while, this is something definitely to consider. But if you're going to trade it on the trend line, make sure you pay attention. If we do see the S&P 500 and the Russell 2000 go above their 200-day averages, and you're trading it on that trend line, you got to pay attention. You got to really keep your eyes on it because things can move quickly, both to the upside and the downside. There's the take on the
0: IWO, the iShares Russell 2000 Growth ETF, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify. Tom, always great to chat with you. I'm looking forward to next week already. Thanks, Chuck. Vetify brings you the ETF of the week each week in conjunction with Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. Yep, that's me and my hour-long weekday podcast, which you can learn about at moneylifeshow.com or by checking it out on any of your favorite podcast apps. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than vetify.com they're online at vetify v-e-t-t-a-f-i vetify.com on twitter at veta underscore fi and tom lyden their vice chairman my guest well he's on twitter too at tom lyden the etf of the week is here for you every thursday and we hope you'll follow along and subscribe on your favorite podcast app to make sure that you do not miss a one we'll be back next week with more etf investing fun until then Stay safe. Happy investing, everybody.